Hello everybody, thank you very much for downloading this week's episode of the Cinema Catch-Up Club. This is just to let you know that the Cinema Catch-Up Club has an official Patreon page. If you'd like to become an official member of the club and get some bonus goodies, including early access material and bonus features only available to our patrons, then please join up at patreon.com forward slash ccuc podcast. And now for this week's episode. Hello everybody and welcome to the Cinema Catch-Up Club, the podcast of films that you probably should have seen by now. Stephen Platt, thank you very much for downloading this week's episode. And if my calendar is correct, it's Christmas Day! Oh, ho, ho, that's right, this is the final episode for the year, and it's coming out right on Christmas Day. So, happy Christmas to you all. This is my present to you. We're reviewing a Christmas film, as we always do at the end of the year. This is the one that you, the audience, have selected. You chose 1988's Scrooged, starring Bill Murray. Uh, Joining me as always, we have someone who has seen the film and someone who has not. Our guest who has not seen the film, it's Dr. Carmen Dole. Hey, Stephen, how are you going? I'm good. How are you enjoying Christmas so far? I'm loving it, yeah. Um, Wonderful. Yes, yes, all that that Christmas goodness that is obviously here. Yes. For those of you who don't know, we are recording this in advance. Um, Yes, a little bit. Don't spoil it, (laughs) I brought mince pies to fool them with the smell. No, we we are recording in. Break the fourth wall. Now, we are recording in late November uh, because um, I'm traveling for most of December. But yeah, we're having our, 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 we're starting our Christmas off early and hopefully starting it off right with Scrooged. What do you know about Scrooged? I have, I do remember seeing one scene from this film when it was on TV when I was a kid where Uh he's in the elevator with like the ghost of the Christmas future and he thinks it's like the one that's in his TV production because he's a jerk TV producer mm. and it turns out it's not and that's all I remember from the film. Okay. I'm hoping it's a bit like um, Groundhog Day where Bill Murray's a jerk but ends up becoming nice and mm. I, I realized, realized I quite like Bill Murray and so I'm kind of hoping it's like that because okay. if it is, I'll enjoy it. Yeah, well, I mean, this is uh, five years before Groundhog Day, I think, so it could be interesting to see if if that is the case in this film and whether or not they went, hmm, let's do this, but two months later. Let's do it in <laughs> early February. Uh, joining me and uh, Carmen as someone who has seen the film, it is Patrick Downs. Hey. Ho, 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 Patrick. Ho, ho, ho. You have seen Scrooged. Yep. Um, what do you remember about this film? Not much. <laughs> I remember not loving it. Oh, really? Um, and yeah. Okay. See, oh. I'll, I'll probably remember it as like as as it goes on. Mm. Um, but yeah, I remember. I remember not not thinking it's maybe the best Bill Murray movie I've ever seen. Okay. I mean, he does have quite the back catalogue. <laughs> That's true. That's <laughs> yeah. true. So yeah. you know, not the best Bill Murray can still be a good film. That's uh, true. When yeah. did you last see it? God, I don't remember. It was probably a couple of Christmases ago. Was the first time I saw it. Because mm. because um, I think the last time I saw it, I would have been maybe like eleven. Right. Okay. So now I've seen it much more recently than that, which yeah. is bad that I don't remember really anything about it other than the basic premise yeah um and the the things i tend to remember more from it are striking visuals as opposed to i guess a feeling i I remember some very yeah uh, yeah i guess you're right yeah Yeah. and also because it is you know the late 80s and it's tied into kind of like um that that 
that kind of like greed vibe yep. that was there, yep. which you know it was almost the perfect time to make a modern adaptation of of a Scrooge yeah. Christmas Carol story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I don't remember if I liked it or not. That's that's the problem. <laughs> is I just remember that I have seen it. Yeah, yep. um, and I, I do find that a few people uh, who I know who have watched it close to when it was released and then watched it more recently have gone. Their opinion was that it didn't age well. Yeah, I, I think the little the little I remember of it and the little bit I know of it outside of the movie itself is that it's probably I don't think it's considered one of his better ones. Mm. What what, um, what what would be your um, your favorite Bill Murray movie? Oh man, I don't know. I'm not I'm not like a I mean I like Bill Murray, but I'm not a, like mm. a completionist or anything. Jeez, mm. um, that's a good one. Mm. I mean, obviously, there's the two Ghostbusters films. The there's the Ghostbusters Grand movies. All, yeah, I mean, all those ones are great. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of one that I like more than the others. I don't know. I also really like him in Wes Anderson stuff as mm. well. I also like so, um, the when he's the guy with the red hat. Um, yeah. Um, life, uh, li- is it Life Aquatic? Or? The Life Aquatic with with. Uh, not Jacques Cousteau That's what he's meant to be uh, yeah. Steve Zizou Yes That's that's great That's actually a really Really good movie mm. So maybe one of those ones All I don't right. know Sorry to like Let you down on that question No, no that's, I didn't that's really fine. think Didn't really think ahead I mean I'm, I'm struggling To think of one Other than Groundhog Day But I'm not convinced That's the answer If I had longer yeah. That, Space Jam? Yeah. Yep, that's it. We found <laughs> that's it. it. Yeah. Space Jam. Space Jam. Yeah. Yeah. We've got that umbrella hat on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. That's I love good. that bit. Okay, done. Yeah. All right. Man, oh, let's good. watch Space Jam instead. Yeah. Uh, oh, sadly. <laughs> and say we watch Scrooge. <laughs> sadly, uh, I don't have the Space Jam DVD. So, oh. shall we watch Scrooge? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. For those of you listening at home, uh, pop in your DVDs and uh, ignore your family, because it's Christmas Day, as we watch Scrooge. <laughs> everybody we've just finished watching scrooge and by we i of course mean patrick downs hey and dr carmen Dolly. god bless us everyone <gasps> she spoke carmen <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you that was your first time watching scrooge what did you think yeah that that was a christmas movie it was um not the worst christmas movie i've seen but i've also seen santa claus conquers the martians so right yeah. So it's um, better than that. It's better than that. I don't know. I really wanted I to like to it. How anything could be better than that. that <laughs> yeah. Why aren't we reviewing that one, Steve? Yeah. Because this is what the audience picked. Blank. Well, audience, next t- next year, get Santa your act Claus together and vote for Santa Claus versus the Martians, please. <laughs> you heard it here. Um, I- I'm sensing that maybe you didn't necessarily love this film. I did not love it, no. And I did want to, which um, annoys me a bit. Um, yeah, no, I think it just suffered from a very flimsy screenplay there were not a lot of great performances in it Mm. um it could have been so much better and that's what frustrates me like yeah if if it had been you know just certain bits cut and like a stronger script and it it Mm. it just could have been something that it was not and that's i think what's what's frustrating Mm. i mean patrick you were nodding along at parts of that yeah yeah doesn't doesn't hold up for you not really no i mean yeah i enjoyed it as about as much as i remember enjoying it first time i watched it mm. and and yeah i i agree i think it's just it, the script isn't great the jokes are pretty they fall flat a lot of the time yeah, yeah. they're kind of just a more it's more just bill murray especially for the first half of the film before all the the ghosts he gets visited by the ghost and all the magic starts to happen 
is kind of just being a jerk, yeah. but not in a funny way. Like, no. Bill Murray can play an excellent funny jerk. Like, yeah. that's his whole career. Yeah. But this movie, he's just—he's just an asshole. It's, <laughs> and just, it's, it's not a fun very one-dimensional character, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Like you know, there's no sort of justification for him being a jerk that would mm. make you like yeah. think that this was like a real person that you could meet in real life. It's Absolutely. just this is a character on a script. I can see the script page, you know, being read off basically as 100%. he's performing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, um, I have to say, when you compare it to Groundhog Day. Mm. It's, it's night and day. It's completely different. Because yeah. he's playing a jerk in that yeah. that goes through a redemptive arc through some supernatural happenings. Mm. Yeah. But um, quite a lot of his movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, which is why I think it is disappointing that this film isn't better than it is. Because mm. Bill Murray, certainly in the 1980s, is a great choice to play a modern Scrooge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, On paper, it works really well. Yeah, mm. for sure. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's I, just... I, I feel as though this, this movie... It's just out of tune. If it was an instrument, it would be it would be out of tune. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. I, I feel as though a lot of the jokes you're right don't really work. Um, he's kind of just a bully, which is fine, like for these characters. But you're right; it does seem to just be that very single note. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there were bits when I was watching it was going like, I recognise that's funny. It's just not making me laugh. Like when he the, goes back to his childhood in 1955 and he's crying, but he's crying because. As a child, he didn't recognise the value of like fifty dollars worth of minced veal. Yeah, that's funny. I just didn't think it was played in yeah. a very funny way. Yeah, and I, 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 I the delivery I, was all wrong. The tone was all wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, and I feel like this film just does that time and again. And you're right; there are elements in this which are which should be really good. I loved the idea of Tiny Tim um, being, you know, this little kid Calvin and being a kid that just wasn't speaking mm. uh for for whatever reason and you know the the family background that was set up for that i thought was could have been really more interesting than it was yeah but i yeah. just don't think that played well and there's other things it feels very dated partly i think because i think it's because we recognize that a christmas carol as a, as a story is one which can kind of transcend different time periods but the elements that they chose to throw in that were modern at the time have now dated this specific text so that kind of like greed is good 80s um style to everything yeah um i I feel is what maybe makes this feel i guess a bit stale it's yeah yeah, and and also like the character of of elliot um, who's you know perfectly fine performance it's you know the the idea on paper is quite good yeah. but the jokes about him you know like oh I'm drinking on the street up oh, my bottle fell yeah. I felt they were all very much executed in a way where it was kind of half-hearted yeah yeah I, I, I yeah I agree um but having said that I mean just to talk on him for a second like I I really like Bobcat Goldthwait and mm. I thought he was probably one of the more fun characters in the movie. Is, like, is this like, the guy who got fired? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came yeah. In at the end no, with the that just that just you annoyed like that. me. He had see, a very I, annoying voice. Well, I didn't see, like that, see that, yeah. that's that's Bobcat Goldthwait's yeah, whole yeah. thing. Mm. Um, but I I quite like him, so maybe I was, maybe I'm biased. Yeah, but, no, that's yeah. it's understandable. Well, yeah. it, it felt out of place in the film, but the, a lot of the film felt out of place. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Like, yeah, a lot of it just it, it felt very disjointed. So yeah, and it almost felt as though like this was them going oh you know it was fun charlie chaplin messing around in the 1910s and 20s let's see some haphazard street comedy stuff but it, it just yeah. felt it just felt a bit tacked together it felt yeah. very um 
very just disjointed and you know like the, the elements with um frank and with claire as like i'm playing more the romance side of it i, I actually thought was quite a good choice because not a lot of adaptions of christmas carol do look at the relationship between scrooge and the lover that he rejected in his younger days mm. quite often it's very briefly in the film or that relationship is not explored terribly well or doesn't feel developed i actually think the time they spent focused on that relationship with the ghost christmas past i actually think is one of the things that did work in this film yeah. I, I found that i believed at least their initial relationship i'm not sure i necessarily bought into them still feeling exactly the same way 15 years later yeah, yeah i think that's yeah, the problem sure. with it. yeah, yeah. But, and i felt the first scene where they meet up and hmm. she's at the studio and they're just kind of smiling and he's like stop that hammering I, I feel like that was just very, very scripted and very, very forced. Um, yeah. It just felt a little bit painful, yeah. basically, and, at times. Yeah. And also, like, the fact that the the idea that both these characters were still waiting around for that person mm. Mm. Um, seems... I know it happens in real life. I know people do wait for each other. But just in this particular film, I didn't particularly buy it. Yeah, I think the problem is, is that he... Because he's such a two-dimensional character and at the beginning of the film, mm. that there's, there was no kind of like, there was nothing in him that, that she would see, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I understand, maybe they fell for each other and maybe she was attracted to his, you know, kind of dickishness, mm. you know, which, yeah. which happens. But I just can't see that relationship lasting. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and that's why it kind of rang a bit hollow for me. Because it's like, well, no, they, there's nothing there's nothing particularly about him hmm. they just would so make him exactly yeah. they're so fundamentally different like if he was a good person that kind of kept kept going kept pushing for his career but hmm. he kept that goodness in him that that desire yeah, to help yeah. maybe that makes yeah. us big, did, but he kind of wasn't yeah like he if, was he, kind if, of if just he was a like more like eleanor in the good place where it's like you know she's like she's a very bad person to begin with, but she has this element of, of redemption and, and goodness yeah, in her yeah. that just needs the right, you know, sort of people to bring it out. Yeah. So then, you know, maybe that would be something else. But yeah, but he, he just he doesn't have, have anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Even the very when we go back into Christmas past, the very first we meet him when he's youngest, he's still just a dick. Yeah. And what, then his dad four-year-old? as well is like oh. a one dimensional <laughs> I didn't mean that one. I meant when he's at the Christmas party. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, kids, you know, kids are dicks. Um, yeah. But no, when he's at the Christmas party, like, yeah, he's just, yeah. he's a workaholic jerk mm. who doesn't particularly, he doesn't really seem to care about much at all. And mm. that's the, that, that's where I go. That relationship doesn't ring true because he just d- didn't have that certain something. Yeah. But I feel that's an issue from the source text. Like, the character of Ebenezer Scrooge is exactly like that in the that, book. I mean, that, well, then that's fine, but then yeah. they, they, why not put it in there then, you know? I suppose, yeah. It's, they, could, they, they, they adapted everything else. Why not, <laughs> write, why not write him a little bit more three-dimensional? Yeah. Possibly, yeah. I mean, I, I, I do think the whole time watching this, as much as I do enjoy Bill Murray's performances, I did feel he was the wrong actor for this film, despite the fact, on paper, he's he's exactly who you should pick. I just feel like he just... He was just phoning it in. I don't think he was the wrong actor. Just for mm-hmm. a lot of it, well, like he just didn't really. It's also well, they didn't really have a lot to work with. I feel yeah, like as true, well. Yeah. You know. I mean, it is interesting because this was also essentially his comeback. Because um, after Ghostbusters, 
he took a couple of years off and was considering mm. not acting again. Okay. Um, he he okay. moved away from America. He was, I think, in France and spent a good two, three years not being in things because he was not particularly interested. Um, and then this was one of the first things when he came back. And it could be that he's rusty. It could be that he is still not feeling it. It could also be the fact that he um, and the director, Richard Donner, didn't get along. Um, right. And th- there was a, there was a, also the fact that this script did go through big changes, um, yeah. which I think, having read that just before and then watching it, feels really evident. It, it um, does show, yeah, when you, yeah. Now you say that, yeah, you, you can see that for sure. Yeah, like yeah. A, a, a bit at the start when he's, you know, in the taxi and then suddenly he's at the awards ceremony winning a humanitarian award and mm. then suddenly, you know, that's in yeah. the taxi and then yeah. it's just like, what, what? How how is that relevant to anything else in the film? Like it's well, I, it just stuck out like a sore thumb. And I I quite liked it, but yeah. I I think I liked it because I thought there was a good joke in there, just not being told well. Mm. Like and also the, the the fact is, you know, we're looking at American uh, media moguls from the nineteen eighties. Obviously, we think of people like Donald Trump. I could see Donald Trump doing that. Not that I've ever met him, but I could see him get <laughs> being given like an award, maybe not a humanitarian award, but giving, being a given award and then just leaving it in the He'll car. Probably get one one day at this rate. Yeah, oh it, but 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 it's that sort of thing where, you know, those yeah people exist, mm. and it is interesting, I suppose, looking at it. But it just feels as though that yeah, the story around it wasn't coherent, and no. I, it could have been. I almost think this could have been better if you took that concept of like an eighties mogul but played it absolutely serious. Because A Christmas Carol, the source text is not a comedy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like the idea of doing a super serious look at like some, you know, I don't know if you did it today with, uh, I don't know, Jeff Bezos like being visited <laughs> by the ghosts of um, Christmas past and Christmas present and that, you know, like, or someone like that sort of figure, I think could actually work as quite an interesting examination of how we view wealth. I just felt that this... You're right. It feels like it should have worked better, um, what you were saying yeah, before, Carmen. Yeah. It feels like on paper this should be a better film than it is. And just watching it, it's kind of it's kind of like a Domino's pizza. It's just not satisfying. It's not <laughs> what you it's not what you specifically wanted. You're like, oh great, I love pizza. I have great memories of pizza. <laughs> and you go to Domino's. I only say this because I've had dissatisfying pizzas from there. Say, you... Have you had a Domino's pizza recently? Is this why this is, is this why this is in your head? Like no, it's did a... you have a bad experience the other night? Not a bad experience. It, it's it's more I've just uh, I really I, want pizza. Now. Yeah the thing is I really like pizza and I I do remember once really wanting pizza and buying one from Domino's and it being fine. But it was only fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it was nothing wrong with it. It wasn't like a footprint in it or anything. It was just fine, but it was kind of like not... It was just middling, and it was kind of like, oh, I, I expected better of pizza as a concept. <laughs> and that's how this film feels. It yeah. feels like yeah. just a kind of not bad, but not great bit of pizza yeah. is kind of... What, yeah. That's where I'm at. Um, it could be that I'm under yeah. as well. I don't know. I mean, there were kind of two things that I did like. I liked the fact that it was like set in a TV sh- studio and you had the production of A Christmas Carol mm. going on in the TV studio at the same time. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah. And I liked the fact that they actually got, you know, like famous people from the 80s in for yeah, that. that. Was clever. That was really clever. Mm. Um, but, and I also liked the, the Ghost of Christmas Past. I thought he was really, really good. He um, is fun. He was yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I always remember when I was younger watching this, when I was about 10 or 11, thinking that's a really fun character. Yeah. And, you know, he is 
he's he is one note, but he's the ghost of Christmas past. Like that character is yeah. allowed to be one. He's note. fine, yeah. yeah. And he's great. You know, he's dirty and he's scummy. And, he, you know. He's like an elf that got kicked out of Santa's workshop for you know selling drugs to the other elves or <laughs> yeah. something like that. It's <laughs> yeah. great. I love it. And he, yeah. he and he is, and he's kind of gross, and his teeth look awful. Not yeah. like Bill Murray's actual teeth, which have all those weird <laughs> things. Bill Murray opens his mouth far too much in films than I like. <laughs> he's got a lot of fillings. Yeah, like but when had, like when they made fillings out of metal. Well, yeah. that's the problem. Is it just yeah. looks. Ugh. But then yeah, goes Christmas past. Uh, horrible grubby teeth. That cigar that he's got the whole time. That chewed up cigar. Yeah, yeah. he's so he's great. He's he's just scummy, yeah. and and he is fun. I don't necessarily know much as um, I, I enjoy the actress. I don't know that the Ghost of Christmas Present necessarily worked. Who is that actress? It's Carol Kane. It's Carol Kane. Oh, um, I know her from something. I don't know. I liked yeah. her. I thought no. she was funny. I like. I just I just like the slapstick. Um, it it nice, again, it, it didn't, nice really, didn't really work for me. I found the voice a bit... Like, I get she was trying to go for, like, Linda yeah. voice, yeah. but, yeah, it just didn't, I, didn't I, work I, for me. I liked the slapstick. I just don't think that it was communicated terribly well. Everything around the slapstick wasn't communicated very well. And mm. it could partly be because her voice is very high up and doing this thing, um, which is great because, you know, that's what you hire Carol Kane to exactly, do. Exactly, like, she does. Yeah. yeah, it's great. But I, I just feel as though maybe... Again, I just didn't believe her interactions with Bill Murray. Yeah. And I think it is partly that, yeah, Bill Murray is this kind of, just this big obelisk standing in the middle of the film that's just not quite, not quite jiving with everything. It's the, he's the opposite of the rug from The Big Lebowski. He is not tying <laughs> this film together. I think that I think that's the big thing. And it seemed, it seemed like all of our criticism come back to that, is that it just, the whole thing is, just feels like disparate parts trying to work together and just yeah, not clicking not mm. quite you know working. like it's made the elements it's less than the sum of its parts you know all the elements are okay mm. i think parts of it are yeah. not great but i think generally like the, it, it's enough to make a, a, a satisfying movie mm. yeah but because it's just the tone is out and everything's just a bit everyone's just out of step with each yeah, other yeah it just doesn't click and I think that's the big problem. Mm. Like, and it, and then it, and then it exposes the flaws of those, like of the mm. Christmas present, you know, the the slapstick beat 'em up mm. bits. Yeah. Like that doesn't work because everything else doesn't work. Yeah, if everything else worked. We'd be like, oh yeah, okay, makes sense. You know. Yeah. I do also think that we we're not necessarily enjoying Scrooge today, but I do think that at the time this was probably a better Christmas film. Because there weren't a huge amount of films which subverted Christmas stories. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Um, you think of um, things like The Santa Claus, which we reviewed last week on this program. <laughs> uh, that comes five or six years later. And that, again, is another, ooh, I'm a Tim Allen, not nice guy <laughs> going around. What? I don't trust. I've got a bad relationship with my uh, wife that I've divorced and my kid. What? I'm suddenly Santa. Um, I actually feel, though, despite bits of that film not ringing true i actually feel the santa claus does a better job yeah. of that with of that redemption story than this film does well and also again yeah. it's been a long time since i've seen the santa claus but i think because they've got tim allen doing the tim allen thing hmm. whereas you've got bill murray kind of doing the bill murray thing but not quite yeah yeah whereas you know what i mean like you compare the two it's like yeah it's the same kind of idea it's like gruff yeah. guy has to you know, kind of redeem himself. Jerk has to redeem himself. But yeah. Like, yeah, but I say, Bill, Bill Murray's just not on in this movie. Yeah. Bill, Bill Murray's usually 
got some level of charm about him and that's something that you hear from people who've like who've met him and like love working with him and usually on screen he's quite charming um his cameo in Zombieland is it like could have been quite crap uh but it (laughs) but it worked I at least for me I felt it worked because he was just Bill Murray being Bill Murray and I I don't feel as though I don't know whether that's a criticism of his uh, acting ability if he can only play himself or if that is a criticism of how this character was constructed and how that this character just had no redeeming features to begin with and when he basically he steps into that lift still not really believing in the christmas thing sees his own death and goes well i've been scared shitless now i better believe in everything and first of all you the guy who tried to shoot me let's go take this studio hostage that's healthy behavior yeah yeah, it's just i don't know it just feels as though there's half a good idea here yeah and they just haven't thought it through or haven't done enough you know drafts of the script or you know the editing or something it just has fallen flat Mm. yeah yeah i think bill murray can only be funny as bill murray right i think he can act (laughs) other roles Mm. but they're not necessarily funny roles right but when he needs to be funny he has to be bill he has to be bill murray like in space jam like in Space Jam, but then you think about the other great '80s movies that he did, where he, or you know, even like mid to early early '90s movies, where he does play that fun, smug, witty jerk. Yeah. Like Ghostbusters, like Groundhog Day, he's kind of doing the same thing, mm. but he's so funny. Yeah, mm. it's so funny that you can forgive that. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, you, you, but you're but still happy he, to see him in it because that's what he does. And he yeah. does it so well. Yeah. But you know, again, if you think of him in like, if I go back to the, some of the Wes Anderson stuff, like. When he plays more dramatic roles, I think he can be very good, mm. but he's mm. not—he's not funny. I mean, he, he's, he's amusing and he's humorous, but he's not funny. Yeah. It's not laugh out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, sir. This man has no dick. Like, not that kind of level. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. But because it feels as though he's hit a bum note, I do wonder if that just means that. At least I'm looking at this film more critically than if it was, say, any other 80s comedy actor. Like, if this was Steve Martin playing yeah. Scrooge. Yeah. Whether or not he would have done a job, maybe it would have still been as n- not cohesive as, as this one is. But I, I almost feel as though, yeah, it's just... I feel as though I feel a bit more let down because it's because it's Bill Murray just not tying this thing together. Yeah. I wonder if, I wonder if it's... Be- if it's the sarcastic, ironic tone of Bill Murray that wasn't working for the character, mm. you know, maybe it needed to be played a bit more. Like if you did play it straight, like yeah, um, like yeah. Well, I could see Steve Martin playing it. If you, for example, mm. you, you mm. see an example, I could see him doing it, and he would do it in his way, which he's he doesn't have that same kind of sarcastic style about him. I think yeah. at least not not yeah. to the same degree as Bill Murray does. Yeah. You know, like he. I think he could still play it. Play a, he can obviously play a jerk, <laughs> um, but like he could play um, play that really well. But I don't know. I'm just thinking out yeah. loud now. It does kind of remind me of um, like Michael Caine in um, the Muppet Christmas Michael Carol. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Hmm. Um, how he just decided to play that role completely straight, like it was it like a straight really drama, well. and that's yeah. why it works so well. Yeah. Um, I wonder. Yeah. If if that had been the case, if you had like, maybe not mm. Michael Caine, but someone, you know, playing it less with a nod and a wink than Bill And the Murray's. craziness is happening know. around him. Yeah. yeah. yeah I don't, I, I don't know. Right. I don't know. Um, 
I suppose a, a good question to ask at this point is well, there's been quite a few different adaptations of Christmas Carol and I've made my feelings very clear on the podcast that I feel that The Muppets Christmas Carol is the best adaptation sure. in terms of yeah. the spirit of the books mm. being quite fun. I, I suppose other versions of the Christmas Carol tale that have been committed to film, can you think of any, like, can you think of where Scrooge sits, I guess? I mean, I don't know all that many, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. There's the, well, there's the 2009 Jim Carrey. Uh, I didn't see, see it. I didn't see it. Okay, because th- that one is fine but it's been a long time since i've seen it that's kind of the the Mm. issue i guess i remember i think i've really only seen the muppets yeah, and I think there was a Disney one Disney we used to did watch one. as kids. That was with fine. Mickey Mouse. With, yeah, with all the yeah, other with Disney Scrooge characters. Yeah, with Scrooge McDuck yeah. as um, Scrooge. And... Yeah. See, my sister, that's her favourite one. Yeah. She loves the Muppets one, but the the Mickey's Christmas Carol, I think it's called, yeah. is one of her favourites. I remember watching that a lot of Christmases, and it's great. And, you know, mm. you've got mm. Goofy. Yeah, Goofy. Goofy is the <laughs> ghost. Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> I was putting both of them together. Ghost Goofy. Um, he's... Um, um, Jacob Marley, oh, okay. um, and you know he's yeah, just yeah. doing all that kind of stuff. Ah, Marley, we haven't touched on him. I think that's actually one of the good points of this film is yeah, totally. is um, yeah. his boss yeah. Lou. Yeah, yeah. With, definitely a highlight. Yeah, the, yeah, those visual effects were mostly pretty damn good. Mm, all yeah. the all the like the mouse coming out the back of his head. Oh yeah, really yeah, good. yeah, that uh, no, was, was good. Yeah, so so the, all the, the straight Bacardi just pouring out of his <laughs> yes. through the gunshot. <laughs> just straight Bacardi. Is there anything oh, more eighties than that? So gross. <laughs> yeah. But um, but I thought yeah that was a, that was actually quite a brown Bacardi good as well. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I did oh, love that bit when Bill Murray rough. as well. Was was like pouring the tab into, into the, the Bacardi, and I'm like, yeah, oh, the yeah. vodka, oh, the vodka, yeah, I'm like, oh, it's so like, 80s, just like, yeah. like, like, just like, just drop drops of tab, yeah, into the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. that was good, yeah. But no, Marley was good. He I was felt really like good. The, yeah. the, the script did start to pick up then, um, mm. but yeah, it just never completely. Well, and that character was really fun. Took too. off, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, arguably, it picked up because we got more of Charles Dickens, though. That that might be, yeah, possibly what we've yeah. heard. Yeah. Uh, would you guys like some trivia about Scrooge? Sure, it is with it. All right. Uh, the first bit relates to the fact that Bill Murray and the director, Richard Donner, did not get along. Mm. Uh, when asked by film critic Roger Ebert if he had any disagreements with Donner, Murray said the following, quote, Only a few. Every single minute of the day. That could have been a really, really great movie. The script was so good. There's maybe one take in the final cut of the movie that is mine. We made it so fast, it was like doing a movie live. They kept telling me to do things louder, louder, louder. I think he was deaf. End quote. Right. So even he doesn't think it's a great movie. Yeah. Mm. Or I mean, at least he feels it had more potential. Yeah. 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 I mm. mean, I don't know if I necessarily agree that, the, I mean, I haven't seen the screenplay, but I don't know if necessarily the screenplay was wonderful. <laughs> but mm. yeah, it does explain a lot that it was filmed very fast. That does kind of seem to show through in the film. Mm. Uh, when the ghost of Christmas present, Carol Kane, grabbed Bill Murray's lip, she actually tore it the first time. Ouch. Tore, it tore it so badly that they had to halt filming for several days. Oh, not and I was good. watching the take that they did this time, just seeing if he had like any obvious lip injury, and I couldn't yeah. see anything. But mm. it did make me go. Ooh. Maybe they got it before. Yeah, Carol. <laughs> yeah. They ripped it. <laughs> Yikes! Um, all of Bill Murray's acting brothers are in this film. Um, ah. Yeah, John Murray, Joel Murray, and Brian Doyle Murray. Uh, but only John uh, is playing his actual brother. James. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's one of his brothers, and the other two are floating around in various roles. Yeah, cool. <laughs> but yeah, this is a, all, all the Murray brothers all are in the, brothers. There you go. doing their thing. 
Um, Bill Murray falling on his way out of the restaurant was unscripted and a genuine accident. Uh, One of the funnier parts of the movie. (laughs) Uh, It was due to the stairs still being wet after he'd splashed the waiter with water and so he lost his footing. I I thought it might have been something like that. I think it would have been good if he'd done the Groundhog Day thing and then shoved an entire cake in his mouth after he'd fallen on the ground. Mm. (laughs) I I, I love that. Again, that was a really good little moment. He just kept going. He slipped... It looked really real yeah. <laughs> because it was real. Yeah. yeah. Funny part of the movie that wasn't intentionally... Funny. Yeah. Mm. It was just... Yeah, it was a good choice. So Bill Murray ad-libbed a lot of stuff in this film. Really? You don't say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> funny. How weird. Um, Not th- like him. This is just to give uh, the director, Richard Donner, a right of reply to, to Bill's earlier comment in yeah. the trivia. Um, in an interview with Philadelphia Daily News, Donner discussed Murray's penchant for improvisation and described the experience of directing him as, quote... It's like standing on 42nd Street and Broadway and the lights are out and you're the traffic cop, end quote. <laughs> but I mean, some people can work with that. And yeah. Well, I mean, I, I and, don't know. and Don is not a bad director. I mean, he's... Well, he's directed some great movies. Yeah, he's great. He, he directed the Lethal Weapon films, which, okay. uh, you know, pretty good 80s, early 90s action thrillers. Yeah. Um, yeah you know, they're, they're, you know, fun body cop films. Like, he is a good director. I guess yeah, it just really didn't work with with him and Bill. Yeah, and that yeah. absolutely showed. Again, like you say, can't maybe he prefers a tighter tighter ship. Maybe he can't. You know, yeah. so people can work with certain things better than yeah, others. Maybe exactly. he prefers things to be no. That's that's if we're how we do change it, things. Yeah. We need to plan it and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. And maybe mm. he can't handle the freewheeling. Yeah, I mean, mm. I, I yeah. don't know. I mean, the improvised nature does work on occasions, but I did feel a lot of the end speech to camera oh yeah was, was very rambly yeah mm. there were good bits rough. in there There were good bits in there but yeah but it, it just it went it too went long on. it was just yeah yeah and you know like i i also feel there was some stuff where it was like oh he's uh kissed the 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 golden scrooge dancer and i was like that feels like that was for bill murray more than anything <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah i feel like that probably wasn't in the script yeah um but you know uh and also then it like the 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 lady that kept getting injured um then just essentially started oh, yeah. sexually assaulting Bryce. Yeah, that uh, was... Um, that was like, mm, yeah, no, yeah, it's, look, not, it's not how mistletoe yeah. works. Yeah, yeah, look, there's some problematic elements to it. Who would have thought? It's an <laughs> 80s comedy. Yeah. There's some stuff in there that hasn't held up A bit, very a bit well. of homophobia thrown in the mix yeah, yeah, as well, you know. Yeah, there's some stuff that doesn't quite gel with our modern sensibilities. Oh, dear. <laughs> nothing, nothing terrible. Nothing terrible, just, but, but yeah. just some stuff moments. that makes you go... If it was a better mm. film, you'd be like, oh, well. Okay, yeah. Yeah, true. The sling-mounted GA M134 minigun used by Lee Majors at the beginning of this film. That bit was good. Yeah, (laughs) just starting with Santa's workshop getting attacked. That was great. Uh, But I bring it up because that was the same prop used by Jesse Ventura in Predator. Oh, Oh, okay. That's the same minigun. Jesse Ventura. Yeah. I just really like the fact that there is this through line between Predator and Scrooge. Yeah, that's good. good. Filming began in December 1987. With Christmas approaching, the director, Richard Donner, asked if the production could have Christmas Day off. Paramount Pictures refused, uh, insisting that filming should continue on Christmas Day. That is so ironic. Oh, my God. (laughs) Donner did outwit them, though. Uh, At the end of filming on December 24th, he fired the entire cast and crew and then hired them again on December the 26th. Awesome. Good way to do it. That's a good way around it. I mean, I wonder if they get paid for that day. I suppose I suppose they wouldn't mm. if they'd been yeah. fired. So it's kind of a bit of a... Uh. Yeah, well... <laughs> but otherwise they weren't going to be able to get the day yeah. off. Yeah, I know. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But still. Yeah. yeah. 
but yeah, there you go. So, you know. Uh, and finally, movie critic Roger Ebert said that this was the worst film adaptation of A Christmas Carol he had ever seen. Um, How many has he seen? Well, I'm curious it, now. Considering it's Roger Ebert, I'm considering all of them up wow. until he died. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, I agree, but I've only seen... We established three yeah. now. So. Yeah, I think I've seen the same three. I, I keep meaning to watch the musical Scrooge. I haven't. The Scrooge, sorry. I, I haven't yet. Yeah. But Yeah, I mean, yeah. ultimately, this is an okay film and it's an okay Christmas film, but it's kind of no more than that. I see. I don't even think it's an okay film. Yeah. I think really? it's a. I think it's a below average film. Yeah, like an okay mm. film. I'd be happy to sit down and watch. Like yeah, if it's an yeah, okay Christmas would, film, exactly. but I wouldn't. I, I don't think I would sit down. Okay, but that's my. That's what I feel. So what you're saying is to everyone listening on Christmas Day right now, if they've got Scrooge ready to go, take it off, rip it out of the DVD spend some time with your or, family. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, take them. Well, take the message from the film, which is don't watch. TV. Yeah. Which uh, is kind of watch ironic, it isn't day. it? But it's watch kind it. Of... Christmas Eve or Boxing Day. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, I see, I, I, I wouldn't agree that it's an okay film. I, I think it's a pretty... It's not terrible. Hmm. It's not even bad. It's just not good. Yeah. It, yeah, oh, it, it's it's very much not good. I just, it's... <laughs> I just I feel bad because it's Christmas Day and I don't it's like I don't. Want I know to I'm really yeah, sorry, everyone. If you are listening to yeah. this on the day it comes out, but yeah. that Christmas dinner you had or are going to have, yeah, yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. isn't that? What something? are you doing? Listen to a podcast yeah. on Christmas Day. Yeah. Well, you know, some people, you know, they might be like Bill Murray's character in this. They may oh. even be Bill Murray. Hello, Wait, Mr. Murray. Bad. Hi, Bill Murray. Yeah. Um, Love you in Groundhog Day. Scrooge wasn't very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything else we've seen you in, we've liked. Well. Well, true. <laughs> Look, you've done a lot of movies. Yeah, you've done a lot of movies, and most of them have been quite good. Yeah. Uh, cool. With all that being said, and Bill Murray appeased, uh, shall we <laughs> score this film? Yeah, let's do it. All yeah. right, Carmen, it was your first time watching Scrooge. What would you give it out of 10? Uh, I'm going to go four cameos by Robert Goulet out of 10. Oh, I forgot about Robert Goulet's Cajun <laughs> Christmas. I want that album. Uh, um, I love Robert Goulet. Yeah. What about yourself, uh, Patrick? Uh, I'm going to be even harsher. I think I'm only going to give it three torn lips out of, <laughs> out of ten. It's just it's not not yeah. good. Not a good movie. No, it's 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 not. I kind of yeah. I just kind of sit here in the oh, afterglow is not even the right word. Like it's just <laughs> just in the, the af- aftermath. The aftermath. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the aftermath. Um, I'm just just a bit a little bit disappointed that it doesn't hold up but then i'm not even sure that i necessarily liked it all that much as a kid because i think i only saw it the one time yeah whereas something like the muppets christmas carol i've i saw i've seen every christmas since i first watched it um because i think it's a really good film well that's a classic yeah, yeah it is yeah. and i'm guessing scrooge just just uh is a swing and a miss film yeah, speaking. Yeah. and which... like if we're to, even if we're bad bad in inverted commas um Christmas movies, like there are better bad Christmas movies. Yeah. You know, like Santa the Claus Santa Claus. Claus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that I can't. I can't wait to see that. Yeah. But even like the Santa Claus that mm. you did, you said you did earlier, yeah. like that's a better yeah. bad Christmas movie. Like Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way is a better bad yeah. Christmas movie. It's it, it, again my opinions. I mean, I think so. I'm trying to think of the worst Christmas film I've seen. Jamie, please. You want the ultra, what's it, Ultraman or something? <laughs> I can't remember. I don't remember. Well, Those are my so cookies. Yeah, oh. That one's not great. I think maybe the worst Christmas <laughs> nah, film. Great, it's great, but it's bad. And it's got Phil Hartman in it. It's true, so, you know, yeah. Like, come Just on. Stupping all the housewives <laughs> yeah, in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, I think. Um, 
It's just this one it, is yeah, it's just, just it's just poorly put together, which is why I think I, I rank it so low. Yeah, I give it such a low score. It just it just feels sloppy and unpolished yeah. and yeah. the frustrating Which, thing is it shouldn't be yeah, yeah. and I, I find that really hard to forgive yeah you know yeah. when you've got a big movie like this and it just it's just you can see it's been cobbled together yeah um, yeah, it's not quite the worst Christmas film I've seen, which I think is Christmas with the Cranks. Um, I don't care what Nicholas says about it. I, that is not a good Christmas <laughs> film. Never seen it. Um, well, you know, we may have to review it one day on this program, but I, I, did, I did not necessarily love that one. But yeah, I kind of feel like this is in that level of just like the idea was better than what they ended up coming up with. Mm. Um, so um, I'm going to forgive it four semi-exposed dancer nipples out of ten. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was a bit. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. It was again. It was one of those jokes where it's kind of like, see, they they can't really see him, and they're looking. Like, you know, it was one of those things where it was like, eh, yeah, but, it's like, but then they actually showed like the the half. Yeah. yeah. It was like, oh, they're showing the semi nipple reveal. Like, mm. yeah. Which was, I don't know. I found it weirdly more confronting than <laughs> an actual full nipple. It was like, mm. I don't know. There's something weird about it. it yeah. Like, oh, this is strange. Yeah. Just with everything else more that was going explicit. on. You know, yeah. like the fact that you could only see the top of it mm. made it more explicit than actually just showing the whole thing. It's a strangely sexual film. I mean, they devote yeah. a minute to reading a copy of the Kama Sutra. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It is kind of a strange film. Strange, unsatisfying, and not highly recommended. Like Happy Domino's Christmas. Pizza. <laughs> yeah, like a Domino's pizza. But like, if we're going to, if we want to like leave people on a, with a, you know, on a merrier note, yeah. why don't we talk about or rank some of our favourite Christmas movies. I think you should watch instead. Um, we've this. obviously Muppets Christmas, Muppet Christmas Carol. Carol. I think we can all agree Ooh. on that one. Um, it, whether or not you count it, I would say Die Hard is pretty fun. After we sure, reviewed it last year, why not? Um, I'm trying to think of other ones. There's a wonderful one on Mystery Science Theater on Netflix at the moment called The Christmas That Almost Wasn't. Again, it's one of those very bad ones, but um, I do really uh, enjoy watching that at Christmas time. Um, Great. Rift Tracks has the Star Wars Christmas special. Again, not great, but it's Rift Tracks. Which we're trying to help people uh, find good films. Oh, okay, but I like the, I like the riffing. It's, it's great. Um, 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 I, I, I really like Love Actually. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a good Christmas. It's a sop, yeah. soppy, sweet it's, Christmas movie. It's soppy. Mm. It, it also has some problematic relationship stuff, but I think it is it is a good one. Uh, Elf, which we reviewed last year, yeah, is, to watch that. is yeah. a really good, solid Christmas film. Mm. Yeah, I know some people can't stand Will Ferrell, but... That's that's their problem. Uh, <laughs> Gremlins. Gremlins. Gremlins yes. is a great Christmas oh, movie. Oh, that's pretty good actually. That's a good fun yeah. one. Uh, the other two that I would throw in there off the top of my head would be Home Alone. Yep. Yes. Home Alone's good. And yep. The Grinch, the Jim Carrey one, um, I think is <clears throat> quite a good adaptation of that mm. story. And obviously Christmas being very central to that story, um, I'd say they're all good ones. Yeah. And um, and the Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, it's good yeah. too. I suppose yeah. I always consider that one Halloween, but it, it, it's yeah. Christmas as well. You could, I, it's, it's, you could do both. I you guess. could do both. Yeah. I, I'm going to say uh, 1994's Little Women as well, because uh, most of that's in Christmas, of Christmas course. time. So yeah, yeah I'm going to say that one as well. Okay. No one said so there you go. Bad Sorry. Santa. I'm <laughs> I haven't just, seen Bad Santa. <laughs> oh, right. was just, uh, bad Santa's fine. <laughs> Again, it's a bad Christmas movie. Mm. There you go. Go watch some of those. Yeah. Those are some good movies. <laughs> and don't watch Scrooge, is what we've learned today. Uh, Carmen and Patrick, thank you very much for joining me on this episode of the Cinema Catch Up Club. Thank you, Thanks. Stephen. And Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Crazy Kwanzaa. <laughs> Whatever you're celebrating. Uh, tip, top, tip. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> All right. And for those of you listening at home, thank you for joining us. Whether you're listening on Christmas Day or any subsequent day, that is absolutely lovely that you're here. Uh, if you want to hear more episodes, um, say all the episodes we released in 2019, why you can just search for us over at uh, iTunes or SoundCloud or Spotify or other podcasting services. Just search for the Cinema Catch-Up Club. And, you know, we've we've reviewed six Christmas films now. You know, go back and listen to them. I'm pretty sure all of them were higher ranked than Scrooge. So, you know, <laughs> see what we thought there. Uh, also, uh, we're available uh, to be contacted via Facebook. Uh, just search for the Cinema Catch-Up Club there and leave us comments, reviews, that kind of thing. And, of course, we have our Patreon. You can uh, come along and uh, give us the gift of your money. Uh, just go to patreon.com forward slash podcast, become an official member of the club, and get some bonus goodie extras. But that's all for this week and for this year. We will see you in 2020. Until then, goodbye. Who's that? I hear something on the ceiling. It's Bill Murray! He's oh furious! He's <laughs> <laughs> You have been listening to a Thought Jar Productions podcast. For more information, please visit thoughtjarproductions.com.